I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. Welcome into Critical Thinking, Andrew Coppins, Pat Oni, with you for the next hour. You can listen live on iHeartRadio, SpreakerMojo50.com. Of course, you can always download the podcast, but become a critical thinker. Join us at criticalthinking.locals.com, and uh, you can see the show on our Rumble page, or um, we we always send the link over to our critical thinking page there. Um, we have a lot to get into on in today's program here on Tuesday. <sighs> Pat, where... <laughs> I struggle because I feel like on one hand, if we put this information out, we are kind of going through um, the hysteria of the media. But on the other hand, it's important information to know because it has implications for a lot of things that have been done are being talked about being done. And for our society in general. And as I look at the liberty mindset, right, the idea that if we can personally affix liberty in our lives, this is how, if you live that liberty-driven life, that you can affect your own community that way. If you are that pillar of liberty and you spread those principles by living them every day, we have a chance. But I don't think we can do that without also at the same time knowing the facts in front of us, right? We, I, I want to live a happy, 
purposeful life, right? I want to live a life that's not full of negativity. That's not full of all of the, oh my gosh, did you see this moments, right? And part of living that liberty mindset that we've talked about with the righteous resistance and, and, and the theme of this show this year is about being positive in your liberty viewpoint, right? It's about a positive change in your life. But you can't make a positive change if everything and everybody is going insane around you. And what I mean by that is, how do you possibly affix liberty in a positive way if they're continuing to push bunk science or continuing to push um, things that don't work down your throats? How do you do that? You do it by being informed and by just simply saying, no, I'm an informed voter. I'm an informed citizen. I am going to make my decisions for myself, my family, based off of my health and in consultation with my doctor. And and I'm going to put this up front based off the information that we are about to talk about here, Pat. Given what we are going to talk about, I cannot more highly recommend that you pay attention to doing three things in your life. Number one, get an antibody test now. Do it now. This is going to be important because this is the fight that's in front of us when it comes to the idea of natural immunity versus vaccination. It is important for you to understand whether or not you have some immunity. Number two, if you live in the North right now, now is the time as we begin to see temperatures going south, right? As we see more indoor time and less outdoor time in our lives. To start taking, and this is in consultation with your doctor, by the way, get their advice, but start taking max dosages of vitamin D. And this has been something that my mother has taught us our entire lives. Find foods that are rich in vitamin D. Take vitamin D supplements. It is vital to your immune system because as we see kind of the case numbers potentially rising here in the north, right? And technically, even though you're in Utah, you are north of the Mason-Dixon line. And you're about to see temperatures go down eventually, right? So as we see all of these things, as we see the northern wave based off of the southern wave that has just finished or is on the, the, the absolute massive decline, I cannot emphasize this enough. Again, get an antibody test because you're about to be in a fight for your life. Number two, make sure you are doing the things like eating vitamin-rich foods, 
and getting some exercise, however that looks for you, right? That could be manual labor. That could be a lot of different things. But do the things that will help your immune system because let's us not forget that suddenly the flu disappeared last year. Is anybody talking about getting the flu shot this year? Mm, I mean, not broadly, not broadly. No, no, it's, it's take the jab, but the jab is for COVID-19. And as we are about to talk, what we're about to talk about the third thing that you must do is pay attention to the data. And we're about to tell you why in a little bit. But over the weekend, Pat, um, the Associated Press put out a story. And normally I, it's the Associated Press. Uh, should I be paying attention to this? And the answer to this headline was, yes, I should pay attention to this, but not for the reasons that they're trying to get you to pay attention to the story for. But according to the Associated Press, virus surge hits New England despite high vaccination rates. Now, what the article says is despite having the highest vaccination rates in the country, there are constant reminders of the most uh, for most New England states of just how vicious the Delta variant of COVID-19 is. Now, Pat, I don't know about you, but in our state here in Illinois, um, we have these um, commercials, these PSAs that are coming across um, for every major sporting event everywhere on your TV talking about the dangers of the Delta variant. Do you guys have something like that by you in Utah? Uh, I mean, we've had things like that. I haven't seen anything specifically for the Delta variant. But I don't see them often. Okay. Yeah, we see them quite a bit here. And it's designed to be super scary, right? Now, what it also says here is that hospitals across the region are seeing full intensive care units and staff shortages are starting to affect care. Public officials are pleading with the unvaccinated to get the shots. Healthcare workers are coping with pent-up demand for other kinds of care that have been delayed by the pandemic. Now, Pat, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the topic that we talked about um, last April. Um, yeah, that would be correct. And and we talked about that on our separate shows last April. Before yep. we came together. Mm-hmm. Now, according to the statistics from the Associated Press, the five states with the highest percentage of Fully vaccinated population are Vermont, Connecticut, Maine, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts. Five of the six big New England states with New Hampshire being number 10th, being number 10th, being 10th in the country for vaccination rate. Now, according to the AP data, full vaccination rates across the six New England states range from a high of 69.4% in Vermont to 61.5% in New Hampshire. And why is this important? It's important to note that this is the AP's data. There are so many different data sources for vaccination rate that it's almost impossible. And part of the issue is that 
state systems, the Department of Defense, and and the Veteran Affairs um, systems don't necessarily talk to each other. And so it's impossible for them to really get a full idea of what that vaccination rate is. But there is an exception to that, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Um, Now, even though parts of New England are seeing record case counts, hospitalizations and deaths that rival pre-vaccine peaks largely among the unvaccinated, the region hasn't seen the impact the Delta variant wave has wrought on other parts of the country. Did you notice the word play that they used in there? Did you notice what they're trying to set up in this? That, that they're blaming the unvaccinated for the rising cases? Right. It's because of the stupid unwashed masses in New England who refuse to get vaccinated that this is happening. Now, what were we told by Joe Biden and public health officials all across this country in roughly April of this year? Uh, 70% need to be vaccinated. Correct. And 75% with the first dose, you know, 70-ish percent fully vaccinated by July 4th to get back to normal. Obviously, that didn't happen despite the numbers getting there, right? The numbers got there maybe like a month later, whatever. Okay. Now the goal says, <clears throat> check this out. According to a New England road, uh, or excuse me, a Rhode Island official, he says, quote, what we've learned with Delta and looking beyond Delta is because that's where our focus is as well, to really reach those levels of vaccination, to give you that true population level protection, you need to be in excess of 90%. Now, we also have Maine's Democratic Governor Janet Mills saying this, we have it in our power to end this needless suffering and heartbreak, a way to protect our health and that of the people we love. A way to give our heroic doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals a much-needed break. A way to protect our children. Please get vaccinated today. No, you don't. No, you don't have a way to to give your doctors and nurses a break. No, you don't have a way to to stop this pandemic. You don't have it. You don't have it, and the numbers show it. Well, how do you know that, Pat? Have you seen the breakthrough numbers? Well, are we? So here's the deal with that, though, right? Mm -hmm. They're doing such a terrible job on a state level of tracking breakthrough numbers and being able to report that correctly out to the public that we cannot know what those numbers really look like. But there is a state, okay? There is a state that we can look to to show us that the northern wave is likely already here, number one. And number two, that breakthrough case numbers show us that the vaccination is failing at an epic, and I mean epic level. Um. With that state by chance, and I'm just I'm just gonna just guess here, you know, 
haven't 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 looked at it or anything. Um, wink, wink. But I'm going to go with uh, that state being Washington State. Mm, Johnny, tell him what he's won. <laughs> because you are correct. It is the great state of Washington. Um, now, Pat. October of last year, what was going on when it came to COVID-19? Uh, mask mandates and stay-at-home orders. Okay. Well, actually, and- stay-at-home order happened in March, but but yes, October, in well, in August, you had your mask mandate start, Washington State. And in October, we began to see the fall wave, the absolute uptick in cases, right? Uh, correct. Okay. Now, this year, we have the vaccine in place, right? Correct. Okay, the therapeutic. Okay. Uh Okay, that's in place. Now, we, you, well, you, you and I did some intrepid reporting on this. We, AKA, we Googled the information. Pat. October 4th of 2020. Uh-huh. Um, what were the numbers um, of, of people uh-huh. who, what were the daily case numbers in the seven-day average since the media likes to use those numbers? Well, so the new case numbers for October 4th of 2020, the new case numbers were 367. The seven-day average was 529 as of it, last year. And the reason why the the seven-day average matters more to me at this point than the, the, the blind case number total is mm-hmm. because of when October 4th was, right, on the calendar. Right. Okay. So they have a seven-day rolling average of 529 cases. What are the keys? What's the seven day rolling average today? Today. Okay. So it's actually as of yesterday, October 3rd, because, you know, we don't have the numbers for October 4th yet. Um, the new case numbers were 100 even. The seven day rolling average, 2,911. And for those that are wondering where we got this information, this chart that I'm getting this information from, Comes from the New York Times. Wait, 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 Pat. Uh-huh. That's eleven cases in twenty-nine for the rolling seven-day average, right? Wait, what? Oh, you mean it was two thousand nine hundred and eleven? Yes, correct. Um, that's. Quadruple the number from a year ago. Almost triple the number of cases from a year ago. And what didn't we have at October 4th of 2020? A clue. What else didn't we have at October 4th of 2020? The therapeutic. Correct. And you're starting to see a problem here, Phoebe, my fine, fine friends. I mean, no, no. I will say this. These numbers are not stratified to say which are breakthrough cases and which are not. 
We're about to get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. It well, doesn't, doesn't it? matter. Because if the vaccination was supposed to work the way it's supposed to work, you are supposed to be so asymptomatic, by and large, that you never get tested. It's also supposed to slow the spread, right? So your case numbers should not be nearly as high whether you're vaccinated or not. Now, the other numbers that are going to matter here in the state of Washington, Pat, would be, what is the vaccination rate? Well, as I was talking to you before about the the wonderful states in New England not having the data correct when it came to their vaccination rates. And I'll point to you a reason why. Because as of yesterday, the information from the Washington State Department of Health tells us that 76.4% of all Washingtonians have had one dose over the age of 12, by the way. All people eligible. 69.7% have received the full dosage, fully vaccinated. This would put the state of Washington as one of the highest vaccinated states in the country, correct? Who put it number one. Number one. Okay. Well, fair enough. But here's how they're getting there. They are including the Department of Defense and the VA numbers that aren't included in other states. To give you a much broader, much fuller picture of what the therapeutic injected individual population numbers look like. Again, while I agree that case numbers right now don't mean a lot. They do mean something. And that something should be that overall the population becomes more immune. And that means the overall case numbers should look very much different from last year. And then not a, as in 3x, the, the number from last year. Actually, it's almost 4x, right? Well, hang on a second. Yeah, it's almost, what, 3, 4x now? Now that I'm thinking about the number, maybe even 5x? That's incredible. That's not a vaccination policy and program and rollout that's working. But we're not done with the data from the great state of Washington, are we, Pat? No, no, we we really aren't. We we really are not. Because the great state of Washington has also released this bit of information today. From January 17th to July 17th. So the first, what, six months of the rollout? Seven months, whatever. Yeah. Uh, They had just 3,446 breakthrough COVID-19 cases. As of August 21st, so about another month in, it is now 21,757. 
as of September 18th, so less than a month later, the number is now 41,721. In one month, they have added 20,000 breakthrough cases. Now, the question that I would have in that stratification of data is how many of them are going backwards? How many of them are new cases that we don't know about or whatever have you? Either way, this picture is not good. Again, a fully vaccinated rate of 69.7%. Over 76% have had at least one dose. It's almost like the vaccine is not doing what everyone thought it would do. It's kind of like uh, inconceivable. Now, I don't think it means what you think it means. Now, I'm not done. Oh, boy. Because of the cases that have data available, according to the Washington State Department of Health, which is approximately 50% of the cases, by the way. 89% of the breakthrough cases were symptomatic. 9% ended up being hospitalized and 386 people died of COVID-related illness. So, by the way, of the hospitalized individuals, if we were just taking them and assuming that All the people who died ended up in the hospital. You have a 10% chance of dying by being hospitalized while also being vaccinated. There's still more to come here, by the way, Pat. But I want you to think about that. That's a 50% number of the breakthrough cases we are much more likely to have seen over 775 cases of death, of breakthrough case death. Think about it. Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. 
They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1581-877-247-1581-877-247-1581. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. And we are back. Andrew Coppins, Pat Oni. I'm at the Coppins Show. He is at the Pat Oni Show on um, whatever social media network is actually up at this point in time. Who knows? That Facebook outage, woof, man. Woof. Oh, it was hilarious. It actually never it didn't impact me, though. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, okay, this isn't working. Bye. See you later. But mm. for a lot of businesses, the advertising down, the like all of that sort of stuff, this has a massive impact because Facebook advertising is how a lot of businesses work, right? Right. But oddly enough, like I, I get on Facebook pretty much off and on all day. It never impacted me one bit. Yeah, I was never on Facebook. I got on once because I wanted to check something and it wouldn't let me search. I was like, what is going on? Then I did some more research. And um, when you get a DNS attack, that is not good news. Now, do I find it funny that Facebook's employees couldn't get into the building to solve the problem because they couldn't solve the problem because they hooked everything up to their own DNS? How dumb, so dumb for real, do you have to be? It's damn funny. And it's deserved. But it is damn funny. That was some funny bleep. But it is time for us to play the B or not the B. Let's just do it. Let's just get it out of the way because it is a truth or fiction Tuesday as well. Are you ready? I'm about as ready as Facebook was to start the day. So in other words, not at all ready. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. So the headline is... Biden says the harassment of Senators Manchin and Cinema over the weekend is all part of the process. Again, the headline is Biden says the harassment of Senators Manchin and Cinema over the weekend is all part of the process. And while you are thinking about whether or not that headline is from the Babylon Bee or not the Bee, um, I'm going to tell our friends about this amazing product. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe not. Maybe you've tasted their product before or not. 
but it's our fine friends over at American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Big fan of what they do for business. Big fan of the Burr Hamilton over here. Um, some of their non-flavored stuff is just absolutely fantastic. If you're into coffee, I also highly recommend the coffee drops, by the way. Just golden. But get yourself some American Pride Roasters by going to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Check out the Calvin Coolidge. Check out the Washington, the Franklin, the Hamilton. Some of this stuff is just unbelievably great. Others of it are is experimental, you know, like the Iso's Rage. I'm just saying, experiment away. With that being said, Pat, um, make sure everybody goes to AmericanPrideRoasters.com, the official coffee of Mojo Five O. And now, are you ready to guess? Is this the Babylon B or not the B? Can you actually read it one more time? I want to make sure I get a word right. Yeah. Biden says the harassment of Senators Manchin and Cinnamon over the weekend is all part of the process. See, at first I thought you said arrestment, but then I'm like, okay, harassment. So this is definitely the not the B. Um, because if you've been paying attention to the news at all in the last 24 hours, this was all over the place. And it was a WTF kind of moment. You are correct. And here's that moment for you. You're talking about how you have 48 Democratic votes right now. The other two uh, have been pressured over the weekend by activists. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat. T.L. Adam, Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Yes. Sir. A lot of people have been trying to attack immigration. What? So. The hell. Harassment of, of politicians is normal now. So. It's okay now, according to Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. As yep. I put out on on, on Twitter, yeah. Um, when I saw this, yep, we're normalizing this now. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the same stinking group of people, mm-hmm. but mean tweet President Trump was evil, right? We had to eliminate. The evilness of of Donald Trump's mean tweets, and and by doing so, our discourse would come back, and and we would be in a much better position if we just got rid of the mean tweets. Well, yeah, we we got rid of the mean tweets, but then we decided to go and class it up a little bit with a little bit of dementia, and now it's all better. You know, doing the same thing, just classed it up with 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 some dementia. It's all better now. I don't think that word means what you. Th- think it means Pat. Huh. Huh. no we didn't class anything up uh-huh. Uh-huh. if anything we got a little more poopy oh you mean they put sprinkles on it no sprinkles are awesome yeah but they put sprinkles on poop and it's still poop with sprinkles on it mm-hmm. that that's that's what i'm saying by classed it up a little uh, oh, oh okay you, you get what I'm putting down now 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got what you dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> I, I, I want you to. It is so hard to take this person seriously. But think about this. We're now normalizing this. This is okay, according to the president. Do I think it's appropriate? No. The next words out of your mouth is, and we as a country need to do better. And we as a country need to realize that there are personal boundaries for every single person and that politics is not everything. And that we need to realize we need to treat each other with a level of respect in order for us to have that discourse. And if we normalize this behavior, it's only going to get worse. Instead, Joseph Marionette Biden got in front of a camera Back in January, by the way, Pat. Uh-huh. And told America that they would do what, or that he would do what to staffers that didn't treat other people with respect. He would fire them. On the spot. Mm-hmm. Now it's just part of the process. Now, is it true that... that you know, heckling is going to happen. Is it true that you're going to experience people, um, you know, being strange when you're a public figure like this? Absolutely. You have to be able to have some thick skin. This isn't just about going into a bathroom with Kirsten Cinema, because what they did to her, they also broke in to a campus facility that was locked to do this. This is not normal. This should never be normal. And nor should the American public deciding that an 80-year-old of any party of any mental state, of any sort of way, should be the president of the United States. People are more than politics. You're right. Here's the thing. People are more than their politics. I don't care about what side of the aisle you're on. People are more than their politics. They deserve a level of privacy. They deserve a level of respect. Um, Obviously, this president is okay with doing everything that he said that the last president was doing wrong, but also mind you, what do Joe Manchin and uh, Kirsten cinema have in common right now? Um, well, they're, they're the only really moderate Democrats of apparently in, in the party. And they did what recently come out and say no to what? To insane spending. To the three point, was it three point five trillion dollars? Which is really more like five point three trillion dollars, by the way. Right. Uh, when you do the math, but hey. Mm. 
but yeah, so $3.5 trillion for the build back better plan. Right. Um, they said, hell no. And then it was reckless spending, which, okay, great. But it, it almost seems to me that they are convenient targets for the president because they are standing in his way from passing his agenda. And that's why he might be okay with this. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, I think there might be a reason behind it. I don't disagree with you. I don't. I, I, I think that this is all political for him and for his handlers. His handlers believe this behavior to be okay. That is part and parcel of the problem of electing a puppet. Well, and it's like he's encouraging it without directly encouraging it. Yeah, because the first words out of his mouth are, that's inappropriate. But then the second words are, but hey, who cares? No. Be the adult. Be a leader. We're not seeing that. And we've never really seen that. And that's part of the problem, right? These these idiot individuals who thought, well, but mean tweets, and we we, we got to fight against the mean tweets, never bothered to catch on to the fact that over the course of, I don't know, 40 years in public office, Joe Biden has never been about leadership. Joe Biden has been what's about what's best for Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been about partisanship in politics forever. He was one of the most liberal senators when he was in the Senate. His record, while everybody might go like, oh, shucks, Uncle Joe Biden, right? His record is one of not bipartisanship, but pure partisanship. There's not a bone in his body that cares one iota for this country outside of his own personal and familial gain. He could give two flying figs about being a leader. He cares about transformation. He cares about progressiveness and most importantly, his handlers, all of the people that surround him, are radical leftists. You, in the mean tweet Republican category, you at the Lincoln Project, the bulwark, um, what's the name of um, Evan McMullen's old um, was it top line uh, stand up republic oh it might be stand up republic I actually but I actually am not 100% sure yeah it's stand up republic and then the top line is the um, the daily like newsletter they put out okay you voted for this you advocated for this you're going to own this. Normalizing this level of discourse in this country, given the already hyper 
partisanship and already the hyper-focused nature of this country today? There's nobody any good. A real leader, regardless of whether this was their party or a different party or whatever, stands up and says, Oh, hell no. This is not happening. We are not these kinds of people. And if you want to do that, we'll gladly let you join grandma and grandpa back in Mexico. Because you don't belong here in the first place. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna see you bye-bye later. As we talked about on yesterday's show. But the, I, 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 I never thought I would see a day in which a president of the United States would stand up and say, nah, this is just part of the deal. That should never be part of the deal. Ever. Then again, Auntie Maxine. Then again, Sheila Jackson Lee. Then again, you know, pick your leftist crazy moment in time. Your Ayanna, your Ayanna Presleys, your Cory Bushes, your AOCs, the list could go on and on and on. Who believe that this kind of action is what drives results? You're right. It's going to drive a result. It's not the result you want it to do, though. You think Joe Manchin or, or Kirsten Cinema are going to buckle to this? No, absolutely not. In fact, how do you get a, what's one of the classic parental um, tricks, if you will? Uh, Reverse psychology. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. And when somebody is dug in on something that they want to do or they have this idea in their head, right? What is the worst thing that you could possibly do to make them do the other thing? Continue to hammer home the other thing. And be belligerent and awful and terrible about it. Now, having said all of that, because I'm trying hard to fixate a mindset of being positive, right, through all of this, it's very, very important that if we're going to have that liberty mindset, if we're going to have that righteous resistance that we do this, right, that we that we create this through, you don't create change by bitching and pissing and moaning, right? You create change by understanding and affixing a mindset, and that mindset's got to be positive. It does. It has to. So the one positive to come out of that story, Pat, is that they continue to take the mask off who they really are. And the good news is that, by and large, the American people think it's gross. By and large, the American people hate what the leftists are doing in this country today. So maybe it's time for us to just let them bury themselves. Unfortunately, the rest of us are going to have to come along that ride 
for it to happen. Because it's not, they don't believe in the personal freedom anymore. It's all collective, right? So guess what? If we're going down, so are the rest of you. And that's why it's important to fight that fight now. Right now. Right freaking now. Now's not the time to put mean tweets. Oh my gosh, mean tweets. Did I like Donald Trump's persona and personality? Oh, hell no. I think he's a braggadocio. I think he is an a-hole. I, I, I just don't think he's a good individual. At the same time, was he able to stand up for some values that held universal truth in them? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes he was. And, that, and that's where we gave him credit. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Not everybody's going to be perfect. Nobody. I'm not perfect. Pat's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. The only perfect individual is God. And with that, Pat, why don't we play a little bit of truth or fiction here since it is a truth or fiction Tuesday? Alrighty then. Shall I uh, go first? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I I actually thought of this yesterday when we were doing our show and I, I wanted to bring this point up. Um, you know, having thought about it for the last 24 hours, we talked a little bit about yesterday, the F Joe Biden chance going on across the country and the level of, I mean, for lack of better words, incivility uh, towards this particular president. Now I'm not saying that Donald Trump did not uh, have some of that during his administration, but my truth or fiction question is Joe Biden is had it a lot worse in terms of the country not liking him than Donald Trump ever did. Because did you ever see anyone in college football games, NASCAR um, or other really big events? I mean, there, there were some like, like your women's March and things like that. But did you ever see it to this level across the country? Oh, hell yeah, you did. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, so I'm going to go with fiction on this one. Okay. Um, I, see, because I, I wasn't sure. That's why I'm asking the question. Yeah, four years of it. Mm-hmm. Four years of it. The impeachment trials, the mm-hmm. attempts at Brent Kavanaugh, all of the things that you saw over the course of those last four years, right, under um, Donald Trump, every bit of it was all about pure hatred of the individual named Donald Trump. Not about his policies, not about anything else, right? And you look at all of the women's marches, as you mentioned, right? Mm. You know, calling him a rapist, calling him all of these things, you know, um, you know, all of the sexual assault uh, attempt, you know. I, I, I will say this. I get where you're going with the incivility of the F Joe Biden chant, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually that could backfire. But four years of absolute vitriol. You forget the number of, of politicians who were harassed, harangued. You look at um, people, you know, viciously attacked. You look at BLM, right? You look at all of it in its totality, People forget that over the course of those four years, 
that when you look in the totality, there was no civility towards him. It, was it as organized? Was it as vocal as it has been when it comes to doing this publicly? No. But there's also this in the mix when it comes to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's own decisions are the ones are the things that are costing him when it comes to this. His decisions when it comes to um, being everywhere when it comes to the vaccination policy, his decision to pull our troops out of Afghanistan the way that they did. His continuous COVID bullcrap. I'm sorry, he has earned every ounce of this. And it's not oh, and it's not that I would say that President Trump deserved incivility or whatever. I, I've always tried to to say that to get respect, you have to give it. But that giving is a two-way street. And right now, we're not getting any sort of respect from Joe Biden. Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, how nobody has been fired from that disaster in, in Afghanistan. No accountability. The we're coming. I know this is coming, right? As soon as that northern wave hits, right? And this is why I'm talking to you about those three things, right? Get yourself an antibody test. Understand where you sit with that. Then, secondly, do the things that will help boost your immune system now. And then, thirdly, finding a doctor. Find a doctor who will do early intervention treatments. And I'm not going to talk to you about what those treatments are. But find a doctor that will do that, that will administer those things for you. But when I'm talking about all of this, Pat, I, I, I don't see a difference between this. I really don't. I, I think they're, if anything, it's equal. But for me, I think it was actually worse for Donald Trump. I think the vitriol. I mean, so the other part of this for me, Pat, is I lived through that, right? Here in one of the most liberal cities in the country. So I lived it every single day. I lived the people talking politics every single day, calling you a racist. You know, where did that really come from? That came from the vitriol around Donald Trump and the rise of the socialist left and the Democratic Socialists of America. So I'm, I'm not trying to imply that uh, Joe Biden doesn't deserve all of what he's getting right hmm. now. I absolutely 120 percent. I know. Believe. That. Yeah. And, and the reason why I asked this question, because I was thinking I was trying to reflect on the, the four years of Donald Trump versus now. And did Trump and, bring some of it on himself? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he absolutely. He did. But yeah, here's the difference. He can take the slings and arrows, right? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, for all the he's a thin skinned individual because he comes back with insults. Is that really thin skinned? It's more like um, he's going to cut your throat. That's what's going to happen. If he had if he had his druthers, that's what he would do. 
And now we're going to pay the price with our policy in China, by the way, with Taiwan and everything else going on. And maybe we can get into that tomorrow um, on the program. But I, I just come to it for me. People have such short memories and they forget what it was like to live through what was going on every single day, every media outlet, every late night comedian, every every person on television, every celebrity, every just just a constant barrage of their own version of F. Donald Trump. The difference well, yeah, here I is that this is the regular populace of America saying, screw you, we've had enough. Well, yeah, and, and here's the thing. For someone that, that does this you know, radio gig for a living, and I spend a lot of my time reading the news, I mean, I was having a heck of a time remembering what it was like, because I also live in a very pro-Trump state. Mm -hmm. So I, I live in a very opposite world of what you live through. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm just, I was just trying, I'm like, can I remember a time where, I mean, I knew it was bad. Yeah. I mean, I like, think all you have to do is look level. at, uh, mm. look at what, what the reaction to his actual statement of Charlottesville was. Right. And you can look right. at some of those other things to showcase. I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of people went out in protest, right? But with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And inconceivable. I do not think it means what you think it means. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. As always, Matthew 547. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.